going on, guys? Welcome back to the Casual Critic Podcast. I'm very happy to have you here. I hope you're doing well. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? The people who listen to this podcast, which might all just be my friends, I don't know if you're a stranger. Hello. But the people who listen to this, y'all are the ones. Y'all are the ones. Y'all are seeing me at my best, at my peak. We're just shooting the shit. We're getting toasted, and we're talking about movies. I wish I could advertise that. I feel weird, but I wish I could. Like, I wish I, that could be, like, a thing about the podcast is, like, getting toasted and talking about movies. But it's it's not official, but y'all know the truth. Y'all know what I'm doing here. You know what we're doing here together. We're talking about movies. You saw the title. I'm talking about horror movies specifically. I have been watching so many horror movies here recently. Some very, very, very good. Some very awful. So, and I've seen a lot of horror movies, I feel like. I mean, I'm going to be honest. There are some horror movies that I definitely should have seen by now and haven't. But I've seen a lot of horror movies. And I'm talking about what I think makes a great horror movie because it's a difficult thing. It's a hard genre, in my opinion, to get right. I feel like there's so many other factors in horror movies that are not in other kinds of movies that you have to factor in when making a good one. Like with dramas, as long as your story is really good and your acting's not shit, it's going to be pretty good. But that's not the case with horror movies. I mean, that's things that you want in your horror movies, but that's not the only thing. So you have to think about other things when making a good one, unless you just want it to be shit, which if that's the case, then whatever, I guess. So that's what we're talking about today. How are you guys doing? Man, I'm just great. We're having a little interlude before the episode's meat and potatoes. How are you, how are you guys? The Oscars? When you're listening to this, well, if you're listening to this when it comes out, you probably aren't, and that's okay. But when this comes out, the Oscars are tomorrow. I'm very, very excited. I'm doing a live stream on my YouTube channel. So if you happen to be listening to this on the Saturday before the Oscars, then head over to my YouTube channel. It's called The Casual Critic. I'm going to be live streaming um, while the Oscars are going on, live reacting. It's going to be really cool. I have to figure out how I can watch the Oscars because I don't have cable. And I don't have ABC. And it's on ABC. So, um... That's a problem. I think I'm going to have to get YouTube TV. But I'm just going to get a free trial. Because that is $65. People that have YouTube TV, number one, are you all okay? Because that's a lot of money. Number two, is it worth it? I have Sling. And it's like 50 bucks. But I get all the sports channels because I'm a lesbian. Also, in today's news, this is just a little thing before we get into the episode. Today, while when I'm recording this, on March the 23rd of 2022, Harry Styles, this has nothing to do with horror movies, Harry Styles announced his third album. When that album comes out, I'll probably do a whole podcast episode just about it, or I might do an episode like before the album comes out in anticipation, because I could talk for hours about Harry Styles, but he announced it today, and it comes out in May. And it's like just two months away. And I'm so fucking excited. I jumped up and down when I heard the news. Thank you, Brittany Broski, on TikTok for letting me know because I was in the dark on this. 
And I'm just very, very excited. And I just want to talk about that because I found out today and it's very exciting. So, let's get into horror movies. Okay, I'm a horror fan. I wouldn't say that I'm a horror super fan. Like, like I said earlier, I there's many horror movies that I should have watched at this point. Like, The Exorcist. Y'all, I've never seen The Exorcist. I'm so sorry. I don't know what it is. I started it once, and for some reason, I was not into it, but not because the movie was bad, because something else was going on, and I just didn't watch it, and I never have. I own it on DVD. I don't know what's wrong with me. But, I mean, very generally, I am a horror movie fan. I go see the new horror movies. I watch them. I think most of them are bad. Oh, my God, my tummy's rumbling. Y'all, I think I'm lactose intolerant. I like pizza. I ate a pizza. Did you just hear that? I'm going to keep that in. I don't care. I just farted. I think I have IBS also. Anyway, what was I talking about? Horror movies. I'm a horror fan. I watch the new ones when they come out. I, I'm later in this episode, I'm going to talk about my favorite horror movies, and I have a very long list. Like, I'm a horror fan. So, this is what I think you need in your horror movie. There was someone that followed me on Instagram recently that's making their own horror movie, which is so sick. I think that's so cool. Um, not that this isn't, I'm not, ta- I'm not trying to tell them what to do. Anyway, let's move on. So, something that is super hard, in my opinion, and where a lot of horror movies fail for me, okay, where I start thinking, oh, maybe this is not so great, is, it starts right at the beginning, baby. It's the first, like, 20 minutes of this movie. Oh, I have to add another horror movie. Hang on one second. I'm sorry. I just remembered. Because if I don't do this, I will forget. Okay. So, like, within the first 20 minutes of the horror movie, and this is very hard to do, I feel like you have to, if my dog is barking, I'm so sorry. I don't know what to do, and I'm not editing this, so just please ignore it. So, what you have to do in the first 20 minutes is you have to, first of all, set up the characters in a good way, in a way that's going to, like, make me interested in their life and or death in this movie. Because for me, and I'm one that, like, I don't love slasher movies. I think there are some exceptions. But I don't love just random killing, blah, blah, blah. Yay, like Halloween. I'm not a huge fan of the Halloween franchise, to be honest with you. I have to sit up because I'm, like, uncomfortable. So... You know, in slasher movies, this can be different. And a lot of times it is. And that's where slasher movies lose me. Is that in the beginning, you gotta... Like, I have to care about these people. Because if not, then who cares who is coming after them? Or what monster is coming after them? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if they die. And I don't care. And, like, that makes whatever is harming them or whatever, you know, thing is in the movie for the horror aspect... It makes me care less about that, too, and, like, less scared. Because if I don't care about the people dying, I don't care about the monster or whatever that's killing them as much. But you can't have so much setup that you're, like, wondering where the fucking horror aspect is. Because there's a lot of horror movies that I've seen 
where nothing scary happens until we're like an hour in. And most horror movies are an hour and a half. Like, they're definitely less than two hours, most of them. Not all of them. What the fuck was that? I think I just unplugged my computer. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I just stepped all over this cord. So, like, what was I even fucking talking about? Oh, a lot of the horror movies that have too much setup. It's like an hour in. You barely have any time for any actual action. And... You've lost me 30 fucking minutes ago. But if you don't set up the characters enough, then I'm like, well, I don't really give a fuck what's going on. So you really have to find that sweet spot, which is hard to do. Like, I'm not saying it is easy to make a great horror movie. It is very, very hard. And they are few and far between because it is so hard. So for me, in that like first 20 minutes, I have to know who these people are. I have to care about whatever they're going through. And something, like, spooky-ooky already has to be happening. Like, the pacing has to be so fast because you lose, you know, depending on what kind of horror movie it is and what kind of scare tactics they use, you're going to lose that scared feeling very, very quickly, or at least I do. Like, if you're a movie that relies a lot on jump scares, then if you're going to do that, you're going to have to do it a lot because I'm going to lose it. Which, me personally, I don't like a horror movie with a bunch of jump scares. But that if that's what they're doing, then you got to keep the fast pace. Things have got to be happening. Okay? Next thing, and probably the most important thing. Well, not the most important thing, but one of the most important things. Is creating tension, y'all. You would think that people making horror movies would um, realize this. You would think. But a lot of them missed the mark. I'm going to choke on my own spit. They missed the mark. What are y'all doing? You are doing nothing. There was one I watched recently. Shit. I cannot even remember what it was. It was a horror movie. Or it might have been like a thriller, but like borderline horror movie. Which is a really good genre. I love that. I love that little gray area. But there was one that was like playing scary music when nothing scary was happening. And not playing any scary music or having just any tension building when the scary shit was actually going down. Like, what are you doing? What What is this, like, don't, don't, don't music when they're just having a conversation? I have to look up this movie. I watched it very recently, and it was so bad. Oh, I think it was The Forest. With, um, oh, that girl from The Hunger Games. I love The Hunger Games. Um, yeah, that movie was so bad. So, so bad. It's Diet Coke time. Y'all, I drink so much Diet Coke. It's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, you gotta be creating tension. And you gotta do that throughout the whole movie. Like, you can't just, like, set it up and be like, ooh, my goodness. And then that doesn't keep going throughout the movie. Like, horror movies, you really have to stay on top of people's, like, ADHD with their scared emotions. Like, it just leaves so quickly. So, you really got to stay on top of it. And that's hard to do. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. Y'all are worrying me with these scary movies. Some of them are so bad. So, the next one, I'm going to do, like, the next two because they kind of go hand in hand, is ambiance slash music. Music, and I'm going to add this in there too, music and sound design in horror movies 
are so fucking important. Hello. If there if it's like a killer uh horror movie situation and I can't hear the thump thump of them coming through the hallway, what the hell are you doing? I mean, there's one thing if I can hear it, it's another thing if I can feel it, you know, like in my chest, like the ball, ball. Like sound design is so important. And I feel like most horror movies do have good sound design. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't think they sound like shit, but you really gotta you gotta flaunt your sound design when you need to. You know what I mean? And that goes in with like ambiance and the music. These two things are so important. And it really like depends on what kind of horror movie you have. If it's like a paranormal one, you want like the ooky spooky, like bone chilling, uh, arm hair raising kind of music. If it's like a killer, you want the boo, boo, like anxiety inducing music, which you can do a lot of anxiety inducing with camera. A lot of horror directors that I've seen at least don't take advantage of that. Some do, don't get me wrong. But you can create a lot of anxiety with just the camera and how you're moving it and nothing else. I watched uh, Kimmy, which is not a horror movie (laughs) at all. But it is a thriller and it's supposed to induce anxiety. And the camera, when she's running around, if you've seen Kimmy, you know what I'm talking about. Um, It's on HBO Max. It's got Zoe Kravitz in it. But the camera is, uh, it very much, like, heightens your anxiety along with her in the movie. And that's something that I think you should do in horror movies. A lot of people don't utilize the camera movement. Not just in horror movies, but in any movie, I feel like. Um, that's something I really like to see. But, yeah. The ambiance, the music. I love a good, scary soundtrack. There's nothing like a good, scary soundtrack. Next, I put on here that, like... I don't know the right way to word this. Whatever kind of horror movie you're doing. Because they're all very... They're not different, but they're... You're going to do different things in different kinds of horror movies. I think it's always better if you use a wide range of different kinds of scares. A lot of horror movies utilize the jump scare. Some horror movies only utilize the jump scare. I like a good jump scare. I think... You should probably have no more than two, maybe three, because they get to lose their effectiveness. You kind of guess when they're coming because of however they set up the jump scares. Like, because some directors, they'll be like, oh, let's make it really quiet. And then, bam. And then some's like, all of a sudden, bam. And then around the corner, bam. And like, once you kind of like catch on to their tactics that they use, you can predict when they're coming. But if you only have a few in your movie, that's less likely to happen. And if you, like, do them different times. I just, I love when horror movies use a variety, like, a large variety of different kinds of scare tactics. Like, maybe this scene, you're really, like, building the tension and blah, 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 blah. And then maybe somebody comes around the corner and, oh, my gosh, and yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. And then the one of the last things I have on my list, this is not, like... And it's weird to say this. This is not the most important thing. Like, it doesn't have to be a masterpiece. But if you, the horror movie has bad writing and bad acting, like, terribly bad, like, so bad that it takes you away from the movie, that's, you know, obviously not good. A lot of horror movies have 
well, a lot of horror movies have terrible writing and terrible acting. And then a, a lot of other kind of horror movies have, like, mediocre writing and mediocre acting. Acting. Yeah. Acting. They have mediocre writing and mediocre acting. And stuff like that will not pass a lot of other genres. Like, you see bad acting and you're out of there. Horror movies, it doesn't have to be the greatest thing I've ever seen. If the story and the horror, like, the, if I'm scared, then that's okay. Like, there's a couple movies on my list that don't have the greatest writing and the greatest acting. Like, it's not good. It's not terrible, but it's not good. But they're still really, really good horror movies because everything else is working in its favor. And then also just have a decent ending. Jesus Christ! Have y'all seen the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Well, it's technically a sequel to the original one that came out. But that ending was so bad. It was so fucking awful. And there's a lot of different, like, horror movie endings. There's your soul survivor, you know? There's, like, everyone's dead, which is rare, but I kind of like those. Um, And then there's, like, killing whatever force, you know, is plaguing them. Whether that's, like, paranormal, killer, creature, whatever. You know, they defeat the monster. So, I mean, I like all of those kinds of endings. I think just as long as, like, the story as a whole is good. You just gotta have a decent ending. Don't just throw a shit ending together and put it in there, bro. Jesus. I'm looking at you, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't even know who directed that, but fuck you. So, that's... Just what I like to see in horror movies. I love a good horror movie. Horror movies are one of my favorite genres to watch. Definitely in top five, maybe. <laughs> I swear. I, I really like horror movies. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I've talked about this in a podcast episode already. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just love dramas. Like, really intense emotional dramas. Because if I'm not crying, for some reason, the movie's not worth my time. And I don't know why. I just love to cry at movies. I should talk to someone about that. But, so I watch dramas mostly. But horror movies, yeah, horror movies are like top, top three maybe. Dramas and then, I don't even know. I don't know. Maybe I should think about that. My favorite genres to watch. I mean, definitely top is dramas. Anyway, moving on. I don't care. Let's talk about my favorite horror movies of all time. And I've already talked about some of these, so I'm not going to like harp on these for too long but some of them I haven't talked about when I was making this list I was just like flowing from the cranium just typing 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 and I was like dang I like a lot more horror movies than I even thought so I've got I've got a pretty good list here and these are not at all in order I just off the top of my head what I could come up with so I know I said these are are in order. And these aren't my favorite horror movies of all time, but they're definitely up there. And for a really long time, they were my favorite horror movies. It's Insidious 1 and 2. Insidious 2 is one of those sequels where you can almost argue is better than the original, in my opinion. Now, it's honestly been a long time since I've watched these movies. I'm not saying that I back down from my statement here, but I watched these when I was a kid ish 
And cause I think they're PG-13, actually, which is interesting. Well, they might not be. I'd take that back. I don't fucking know. But um, I watched this when I was a kid, so it kind of has, like, a sentimental value to it as well because I used to love these movies. I remember, like, sometimes my friends would come over. Like, one time, my best friend came over, and we were way too young to be watching these still, even though they're maybe PG-13. And I was like, we got to watch this. And then we just, we laid on the bed and we were getting scared together. And we were like, oh my gosh. And then we were just screaming and crying. But not really crying, but like kind of crying. And then my grandma was like, what is going on up there? And we were like, nothing. So, yeah. Insidious 1 and 2 has a very special place in my heart. I think they're fucking great movies. I stand by that to this day. Okay, I don't care about my sentimental ass. I think they're still great movies. Okay, now, these are ones that are not very, like, creative or, like, I mean, no, they're creative. I don't mean, I'm talking about, like, the directing specifically. They're very creative in their story. But, like, the directing is mostly just a point-and-shoot kind of horror movie, which is not always bad. Now, what I like to see, more artistic and creative horror movies, which I'm going to talk about them some. I'm going to talk about some of them. I would like to see that more, but just because it's not directed in that way doesn't mean it's bad at all. Insidious 1 and 2, they are incredibly scary. The second one, like I said, it's just as good as the first one in my opinion, but you could argue that it's better than the first one. Now, the third one and the fourth one can go just just leave us alone. I hate them. The fourth one is incredibly bad. The third one you could argue is is not the worst thing you've ever seen, but the fourth one by far is just awful. But uh, yeah, Insidious 1 and 2, if you've never seen them, and you're more of like a jump scare kind of horror movie uh, person, then definitely take those out. They're really, really good. Next one is Goodnight Mommy. Now, I gotta look something up because I'm, it's a foreign film. I think it's German. I should probably know. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen it. I should probably know. It's Austrian. German, Austrian. Huh. Do they speak German and Austrian? I guess so. I don't know things. I don't know anything. Yeah, it's on Tubi. Or no, I'm sorry. No, it is on Tubi. It's also on Pluto TV, but I think I watched it on Tubi when I watched it. This, it came out, what, 2014? Yeah, it is really good. I remember when this trailer came out. I think I was in, I think I was in high school. I think I was a freshman in 2014. Jesus, God, I sound so old. I sound so old. Um, Yeah, I was a freshman in 2014? Hang on. No, 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 because 2014 was six years ago. And I was a freshman in high school? <sighs> anyway, I remember when the trailer for this movie came out. I don't know why the trailer got so popular or how anybody found it. I mean, I don't know. But I was terrified of this trailer and I just never watched this movie. For years, I watched Goodnight Mommy last year. So it took what, five years for me to watch this movie, which is ridiculous. I don't know why I didn't watch it. But uh, I finally sat down to watch it. 
It is incredibly good. It is scary as hell. It is absolutely terrifying. But it is really, really good. It left me with so many questions after. I, like, didn't know what was real and what wasn't. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. I was just questioning everything. But not in a, like, I don't understand what happened. Just, like... I need to figure out what happened. Like, I feel like a detective afterwards. You know what I mean? It's really, really good. I think I gave it, like... Hang on. Why did I rate this thing? It's in my favorites of 2021 list. (coughs) I'm so sorry. I gave it a 4 out of 5. It is very good. Next, and I've already talked about this on my YouTube channel, so I don't want to hark on it too much. But this is my favorite horror movie of all time. It's The Shining. Stanley Kubrick, Jack Nicholson. The Shining scares me to this day every time I watch it. I've seen it several times. It is beautifully done. It's one of those, how I was talking about earlier, it's one of those artistic-looking horror movies for sure. I mean, it's Stanley Kubrick. He's a fucking genius. And Jack Nicholson uh, is terrifying. And it's one of the most iconic horror movies of all time. It's one of the most iconic movies of all time. And rightfully so. It's so good. Next, I don't know if people have heard about this one. I don't even know if it got popular or not. Because I remember I watched it. I watched it when I was younger. But I still watched it like like kind of long after it came out. So, it's called The Last Exorcism. Which I feel like... For some reason, I feel like 10,000 movies are called The Last Exorcism. Or The Last Exorcist. Or something along this line. So, um, yeah, I watched this when I was young. It just sticks with me. Like, I remember I watched this when I was way too young. And then I didn't watch it again for years. But I still, like, vividly remembered it, which is hard for me. I don't remember a lot of things. I I should see a doctor. But I just remember it stuck with me. And it still stuck with me. Like, I think about it every so often. I own the DVD. I bought the DVD. Um, I have no idea who's in it, or, like, I don't even know anything about it. It's just scary. It's one of those, I mean, obviously, it's about, uh, it's about someone getting possessed, but it's one of those jump scare horror movies, but it's actually good. Patrick Fabian is in this. I know his face somewhere. Came out in 2010. Lord, it's got a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. See, I always was like, oh, this is kind of a bad horror movie, but I like it. Hell yeah, it does. That's really good for a horror movie. That's really good. Yeah, The Last Exorcism. Check it out. I really liked it. Next, we have one that I watched here recently, which is another um, artistic looking horror movie. It's It Follows. I've actually got a review of this one coming up on my YouTube channel on April the 6th. I'm looking at my schedule on April the 6th. Um, so I'm not going to get too much into like a review of it. Because if you want to know, you can just watch the video. But it's really, really good. It is incredibly scary. That part, I mean, this is not this is not really a spoiler. But I guess spoiler warning, maybe. The part where the old lady is following her in the school... That old lady? Oh, that old lady. Shut up, old lady. Oh! That was terrifying. 
She needs to be put in a home. I'm sorry, but she's got to go. She's got to be put away because she is terrifying as hell. And what was she wearing? A knee brace? And she was tall. She was very tall. And she, her eyes? I didn't like it. I didn't. I mean, I did. You know what I mean. Next, we also have another recent watch for moi. And it's, again, another artistic horror movies. I like it when they go artsy-fartsy, Okay. It is X. Now, this just came out. Um, If you're listening to this on Saturday, it would have came out last Friday. It is really, really good. If you're watching, or I'm sorry, if you're listening to this and X is still in theaters, because you could be listening to this, I don't know, 20 years in the future. I don't know. But if you haven't seen X, definitely recommend it. Definitely recommend going out to the theater. It's very, very good. It's nasty. It is nasty. Be warned. But uh, it's very, very scary. And I've also got a review of that on my YouTube channel. So if you want to hear more about X and my thoughts, you can go to my YouTube channel, The Casual Critic. New uploads every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Okay, next on the list, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one. If this is not on your list, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Okay, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of the greatest horror movies ever made. It's definitely in my top five. It's amazing. It's so scary. The sequel, however, can go die in a hole. I hate that sequel they put on Netflix. Why the hell did you do that? Quit putting Jacob Lattimore in movies. Just stop. Next one, we got The Evil Dead. Now, I watched this with my friends at a movie night. It was my friend's pick. And I really enjoyed it. I don't normally like the zombie horror movie thing. But, hey. Well, here's the thing, also. The Walking Dead is my favorite show of all time. So, it's not that I don't like the zombie stuff. It's that I don't think it's scary. But The Evil Dead is very, very good and very scary. Next one on the list is Don't Breathe. I think this came out in 2016. I didn't watch it when it came out. I don't know why. Um, But I watched it, I think, semi-recently, within the past few months at least. And I just thought it was a really creative idea. Like, it's one of those movies where the writing is not crazy good. The acting is pretty good. I wouldn't say that it's like the best acting I've seen in a horror movie, but it's pretty good. But it's one of those movies where it's just like, it's so scary that that stuff doesn't have to be 100% to make it a good movie. The whole concept of him being blind, but can hear really good, and you have to be super quiet, and you're stuck in his house, it is terrifying. I also watched the second one, and it was not as good, but it wasn't terrible. Like, consider, like, comparing it to other horror movies, the second one, just on its own, it is above par for most horror movies, but it's still not up to par with the first one. You cannot beat the first one. I'm going to take a sip of DC. Next one, we got The Strangers. I had heard of The Strangers. I watched it again semi-recently. Like I said, I've been watching a lot of horror movies recently. I've got to take a shit. But I'm a power through. So if you hear me farting up a fucking storm, mind your business. So, The Strangers. The Strangers has my favorite. Well, I don't know if it's my favorite. 
Well, I guess it is. It's my it's the tr- horror movie trope that I find the most scary, which is home invasion. Y'all, home invasion can suck my ass. Home invasion. Home invasion is so fucking scary. Now I come from a small town. I'm my chances of being invaded are slim. They're not zero. They're never zero. But they are slim. But I'm so scared. And every time I see a home invasion horror movie, I cannot go to bed that night. Somebody's about to break in. I have to be ready. I have to be on my guard. But The Strangers is really good. I think Liv Tyler's in that. She is. Can I tell y'all something? Liv Tyler. Shoot. 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 Anyway, The Strangers. Uh, home Invasion. Freaking scary. How many times can I say Home Invasion? Very, very, very scary. Uh, terrifying movie. Terrifying to the core. The next two movies on this list are ones you've definitely heard of. You've probably seen. It's Midsommar and Hereditary. Now, this guy, I forget his name. What the hell is his name? The director, oh my lord, hang on. It starts with an A or something. I'm looking it up, just hang on. Hang on. Where's the goddamn Ari Aster? A star? Aster? Ari? Aster. You, good sir, are fucked up. You need to seek Help. He needs help. We all know it. Hereditary is one of the most fucked up, scary, terrifying movies of, that's ever been made. As well as Midsommar. I feel like, I don't know, if I had to pick one. Uh, nope, I can't do it. I can't do it. Midsommar is just, ugh. They're both very, very, very scary. Um, And like I said, he, this man needs help. This man needs a lot of therapy. He needs to speak to a professional. Next one is another recent watch, which is Mother with Jennifer Lawrence. I think this is categorized as a horror movie. If it's not, it 1000% should be. It is definitely one of the most disturbing movies I've ever seen. It might be the most disturbing because I have a really high tolerance when it comes to horror movies, I have a really high tolerance on what I can watch. But Mother, I had to look away. I don't know if I've ever done that. Well, no, that's a falsehood. I've done that. But maybe only like two or three times. And watching Mother was one of them. I could not... This is a spoiler. This is a big old spoiler. If you want to see Mother, skip ahead like 60 seconds. But the part... I can't get too much into it because it's so awful that I don't want this thing to get flagged or taken down. But the part where they're beating her up, I don't want to say what comes right before that happens. But where the crowd is beating her up, I could not. I could not. I love Jennifer Lawrence. I have loved her since I was in middle school. Like, the Hunger Games, I was all about it. Like, she's one of my favorite actresses. I was obsessed with her. 
And, I mean, if it would have happened to anybody, I would not have been able to watch it. But just, like, specifically because it was her, I was like, oh, my fucking God. She's getting beat up, and I could, mm. And the thing that happened, like, all the things that happened, just the whole movie, it's so fucking crazy. And I don't think I could ever watch it again. I don't think I could. Not because it's bad, because I don't want to do that again. It's so fucked up. And Jennifer Lawrence probably also needs therapy after doing that. Next one is The Witch, which, (laughs) The Witch, Witch, that's funny. That's also an A24 movie, I believe. I'm like 99% sure. I love A24. Anything they do, golden. Um, But yeah, The Witch, super scary. I remember when that trailer came out too, and me and my friends watched it, and the fucking goat lamb thing, nasty, nasty, very scary. Next, we got The Conjuring. This is kind of like a... I mean, it's a classic, right? The Conjuring? The the first one? Uh, Vera Farmiga? What? What? <laughs> Vera Farmiga? Have y'all ever seen her um, dance in a traditional Ukrainian uh, music setting? Like, she was dancing. There's a video. Just look it up. It's really... It's great. Um, yeah, The Conjuring... That's scary. We can all agree. Like, The Conjuring is it's kind of a classic. It's kind of like an instant, like, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a little spooky. Next one we got is Blair Witch. Now, found footage, I think it's very underrated. Found footage horror movies, I think they're very underrated. I wish my dog would shut the fuck up. But, um, yeah, found footage is terrifying. It really puts you... Right in the middle of the action. And Blair Witch is probably the most uh, famous and popular found footage movie, I would say. Probably. Maybe. Am I forgetting something? I don't know. But it's great. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend. Next one is Creep. I watched this. Oh, oh, oh. I watched this when I was way too young. I. It's terrifying. It's probably not like the best or maybe up to par with a lot of the movies on this list. I just remember it scared with me so bad that it stuck with me. And I don't, I own it on DVD. I don't think I'll ever watch it again though. And I own this, there's a sequel I think, which I haven't seen, which I need to watch. I have that on DVD too. I think, unless I'm thinking of something else. But yeah, Creep, it's, it's really good. I think it's underrated. I don't, I don't hear like a lot of people talk about it. So if you've never seen that, you might want to check it out. It's very disturbing. Next, we got a classic, a classic, Rosemary's Baby. If you've never seen Rosemary's Baby, you're definitely missing out. The book, I read the book recently. It's a very quick read. If you like the movie or if you like horror books, I highly recommend. The book is a little bit more scary than the movie. I mean, the movie's very scary on its own, but the book is honestly even better. And... Basically, this woman is having the devil's baby, and it's gross. Next, we have a kind of genre-bending movie. Okay, it's Alien. It's a horror movie. It's a sci-fi movie. It's kind of an kind of an action movie. Maybe not. Actually, not really. Um, but it's definitely like a sci-fi horror movie, which is really cool. Sigourney Weaver does such a good job in this movie. And just when she's running around that ship and the alien just coming out to get her. Have y'all ever seen the game that they did? Uh, 
for with aliens the video game oh it is scary i watched this person play it on youtube i watched jacksepticeye play it on youtube scary as hell that thing is running after you in that ship and it's a big old metal ship and you don't know where you're going last movie on the list is the hills have eyes specifically the remake only because that's the only one that i've seen but i really liked it my expectations going into that movie were so low because i knew it was a remake but it is scary and it's probably like definitely up there with one of the most disturbing horror movies i've ever seen i've never watched the original i know that i need to i'm sure it's just as disturbing i'm sure it's better than the remake but honestly the remake is pretty good on its own so those are my favorite horror movies. Hopefully, maybe I gave you some suggestions, or maybe you agreed with some of the movies that were on my list. Um, I've already talked about some of my favorite horror movie tropes. Home Invasion is definitely the scariest to me. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite to watch. Like, my favorite to watch... I don't know, because, I mean, I want to be scared when I'm watching a horror movie. But honestly, Home Invasion horror movies fuck me up so much they're hard to watch i have to space them out um i really like watching paranormal stuff haunted houses uh possessions shit like that shelby damn shut up what if you guys can't even hear her well whatever you'll just have me yell at my dog um slasher movies i know slasher movies are a lot of people's favorites and i like them but like I don't like them as often as I do other kinds of horror movies. Like, I like slasher few and far between. But Home Invasion, Haunted House, most of those. You know, if they're a good movie, I'll like it. If they're a good movie, I'll like it. Yeah. That makes a lot of fucking sense. And then probably my least favorite. And I've not got all of them, like, listed here. These are just the ones that I wanted to mention. One of my least favorite horror movies, I'm going to be honest, uh, situations is The Creature horror movie i mean it depends because like you can kind of have a big gray area with creature and like a paranormal thing but like the fucking what is it the creature from the black lagoon no no while the creature from the black lagoon and i'm just using that one as an example is a good movie it's not scary and i watch horror movies to get scared so i would have to say creature is definitely my least favorite to watch as far as like I'm trying to get scared with this horror movie which is nine times out of ten the intention of watching the movie in the first place so yeah that's pretty much all I've got to say about horror movies this was the horror movie episode I don't think I'm gonna do an episode for each genre no I've just been watching so many horror movies recently honestly And I wanted to talk about them and my favorites and what I think makes a good horror movie. So thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. If you would do me a huge favor, I'm talking to you. I'm asking you to do me a solid. It would help a lot (laughs) if you went to my YouTube channel. It's called The Casual Critic. And subscribe to that YouTube channel and maybe check out some videos. I post reviews on there most of them are new movies that come out but some of them are maybe just some movies that i found that i want to recommend and i also post like some top 10 videos i'm coming out with a ranking video soon it's not out yet when you listen to this but it's coming um i'm also going to be doing 
um, like I, I think I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, the Oscar party live stream. So that's coming up on uh, this Sunday, which is the 27th. Sorry, I'm looking at my schedule. I'm trying to figure out the dates. So March the 27th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be going live for the Oscars. So, I mean, we're going to be watching the Oscars, reacting to who wins what. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. It's probably going to get heated. Lots of yelling and screaming, but that's fun. And then also on March the 30th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are doing our first watch party on the channel. I hope to do these at the end of every month. So we're watching the Grand Budapest Hotel. I've never seen it. I've wanted to for a really long time, so I thought it'd be a good movie to start out with. So basically how that works is you're watching me, like the live stream is of my face, and then I play the movie, and you play the movie at the same time. And then you can kind of listen to my commentary. I'll do a review afterwards. It's going to be real cool. And then last but not least, on April 13th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be going live on my channel showing my entire movie collection. So I'm going to be going through all my DVDs. It's not a huge collection, but it'll definitely be a pretty long video. And all of these live streams are going to be posted on my YouTube channel afterwards. So if you can't make it on that specific day, then you can go back and watch it. So yeah, just go subscribe to my channel. That's what's coming up. That's what I got going on over there. It's really awesome. It's really cool. It's a fun place to be. And follow me on Instagram at the casual critic underscore. I'm going to be posting um, stink peeks of videos before they come out. So you kind of know what's going up on the channel before it comes out, which is cool. I post uh, funny videos over there, announcements. So the Instagram at the casual critic underscore is a great place to be. I've also got a TikTok which I believe, oh my god, I don't know my username. It's the casual critic. No underscores, no dots. Just the casual critic on TikTok where you'll find some funny videos and also some 60 second mini reviews. So if you don't want to watch like a whole YouTube video, I understand. My attention span is very short. So I've got my 60 second version over on TikTok. So go follow me over there. And yeah, thanks for listening. I'm going to go get a little more tested and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.